Welcome, friends, to the Agora Network Ministries program, Hope for the Agora, a conversation about mental health and the church. Listen in as our hosts, the founders and directors of Agora Network Ministries, Alan and Bonnie Gallant, share practical, educational, and insightful information about the mental health conversation and stigma inside the walls of the church. Through interviews, stories, and Christ-centered devotionals, along with dialogues with leading Christian mental health professionals and network ministries, our hope is that you, the listener, will learn and experience that hope and healing can be found in a holistic approach for body, soul, and spirit. Our prayer is that you become more aware about the importance of your mental health and be willing to make the changes you need to become a healthier you, physically, emotionally, and spiritually. Again, welcome to this program. Now, the founders and directors of Agora Network Ministries, Alan and Bonnie. Welcome to Hope for the Agora, a conversation about mental health and the church. We're so glad to have Dr. Grant Mulling with us. He's been a physician for many years and a mental health doctor for 25 years. He's now retired, but still he's sharing and uh, seeking to help people with mental health uh, issues in their life. And he is burdened for the church, that the church will understand that mental health does exist inside its walls. So again, welcome back, Dr. Grant. We're so glad to have you. Well, actually, and thank you for having me back on the program. It's just a real pleasure to, it's always a pleasure working with you, Alan. This month, we're talking about fear. And so we know, Dr. Grant, from your book and other resources that you talk a lot about fear. Can you share what fear is for our viewers tonight? I think fear is the number one uh, emotional uh, stress that in humanity. And mm-hmm. I think it always has been. Uh, I think it's more common than uh, depression. And, and certainly over the, the last few months of the pandemic, anxiety disorders have just gone through the roof, as, as has depression. In fact, um, I, just, uh, I just learned, oh, yesterday that... The, in August of this year, the, the um, CDC, the Center for Disease Control, did right. a survey of 5,000 people, and 25% of people were thinking about suicide that hadn't previously. Wow. And so it's just astonishing how the pandemic has aggravated things, and it has particularly aggravated fear because we're fighting an invisible enemy, and there's just nothing creepier than an invisible enemy. I mean, that's what horror movies are all about. Right. So it's like we're living a horror movie. And so um, fear and anxiety is just rampant right now. In fact, more people are infected with fear and anxiety than the virus. I see it all the time in many people. They are so uncertain about a lot of things. They are fearing job losses, uh, loved ones getting sick and dying, the economy collapsing and also getting sick themselves. Oh, with, yeah, without question. In fact, the fear pandemic is vastly larger by many times than the actual viral pandemic. And the, and the other problem is we don't know when it's gonna end. 
and, and that the authorities aren't quite sure what to do about it because no one's ever been this way before. So, you know, who do you trust? So it's very difficult. Well, if you want to talk about fear in general in humans, yes. fear has three sources because there are three um, parts to humans. So in Thessalonians, it says that, there, that we are body, soul, and spirit. And so that means we are physical, spiritual, and emotional because your soul is your personality, your mind, will, and emotions. And so all three parts can contribute to the problem of fear, worry, and anxiety. And so to, to just really simplify it, in the physical realm or in the body part, you could have mood disorders. So that's depression, anxiety, bipolar, uh, mental health conditions that are physical, like a low serotonin level can give rise to anxiety disorder. And when you have anxiety disorder, you just can't stop worrying. It just, it's a continuous stream of anxious thoughts that you lose control of and medicines can fix that. So that's a physical cause and that affects probably 20% of the population. So that's very, very common. And then, then there's the spiritual side of fear. Um, our, our enemy, the, the, the devil, loves to drop fearful thoughts into our minds because he knows that is the easiest way to get us upset by far. Without question, that is the easiest way to disrupt a human's concentration and to, and, to, uh, and to diminish their faith and trust in God. So we are all constantly in a spiritual battle because the dark side is always wanting to distract us with fearful thoughts because he knows we, he can get us going. And then the third source of fear is your upbringing. It's where you, who you grew up with. In other words, what your family was like. Because if you had really fearful parents, they would teach you to be fearful. So even if you had normal brain chemistry and everything else was great, if you grew up in a fearful family, they would just teach you in our family, our family tradition is to be afraid of everything. And so you would grow up afraid of everything because that's your culture. And so all three uh, areas uh, can contribute to the whole problem of fear, worry, and anxiety. So then to be free of fear, worry, and anxiety, you have to address all three parts. And so that's right. why... Uh, that's why we've created so many materials to help people walk, navigate through that three parts. Of course. But I have a question uh, for you um, that comes to mind as you share that. Are we born with fear, doctor, or is it a learned uh, behavior? Uh, I would say we are not born fearful. Um, however, um, it what happens is that children children have a natural fear of what they don't understand and can't control, I mean, like, like all of us. So right. in other words, a child will be afraid initially to you know, go down the stairs. The child will be initially afraid of, of unfamiliar tasks. And it is the role of the parent to teach the child, here's how you safely manage that task so you can no longer be afraid of it. And so that requires parents who have dealt with their own fears. So if you grew up in a very fearful home, uh, your, the, your parents may not have dealt with their fears about certain things, and so they would pass that on to you. I know a lot of people who have watched or are still watching horror movies, and they have become so fearful. And so I, I believe there is a correlation of things that we watch and uh, will uh, affect how we live or think and affects our fear. Well, actually, let me be very blunt about that, that example, Alan. Yeah. Is that 
See, horror movies affect you in at least two ways, minimum two ways. One is it trains you to be fearful as part of your entertainment, right. you know? So in other words, you know, the people, for reasons I do not understand at all, people like to be scared. And apparently it's more, more popular now during the pandemic than it was without the pandemic because people think it's an escape. Well, I don't, it doesn't yeah. make sense to me. But so by watching horror movies, you become accustomed to being afraid. So in other words, it's like developing a new uh, habit, okay? Right. But here's the far more sinister part of horror movies is they have a spiritual component to them. And you see, because uh, intense fear and terror has a demonic component to it. I actually had a patient who was very fearful and they actually saw a demon come right off of their TV screen into their living room while they were watching a horror movie. And it just scared them completely, more than the movie. Yeah, yes. And so what that told me was that there are spiritual forces being carried through the media and that when you give consent for it to be in your home, it can transfer not only to the person watching, but it will transfer to the children in the building. And that's what's so frightening. And this is what I learned just by talking to people who had these experiences. It then attached to the children who weren't watching because you allowed it into the home. So that's the demonic side of fear because Satan just loves that tool. And if, we, if, if a person watches a horror movie, they're just inviting it to come into their home. So what is a stronghold, Dr. Grant? Well, a stronghold is a pattern of thinking based on a lie. And so in other words, it's a, it's a thinking habit that we develop based on lies that we believe about ourselves, others, and God uh, through early life experiences. So in childhood, things happen. You believe lies about yourself. Like, you know, I'm, I'm a no good, you know, I'll never amount to anything. I'm an inferior person. And then that just becomes a, a habitual thought. And we call that a stronghold because it's like a fortress and, uh, and you need supernatural help to, to get out of these strongholds. So fear is a stronghold in our lives. Oh, absolutely. Yes. And so, and, and the stronghold has all different faces to it, depending on how it started. So now if you have an anxiety disorder, I wouldn't call that a stronghold because that's a physical condition where you can't shut your mind off. Right. So that would be more in, to, in keeping with uh, short-sightedness. So if you're short-sighted, needed glasses, I don't consider that a stronghold to me. That's just a physical problem. But in the emotional side, then that's, that's the strongholds are in what I call your emotional baggage. So it, a stronghold is a pattern of thinking that you've developed based on life experience. So to me, that would be um, in, in your personality, your upbringing, your family. So, um, so yes, then I would say fear does become a stronghold because it's based on lies that you've believed. How does one break free from the stronghold of fear? Well, the first step and what we teach people in our Free Your Mind program is the first step is you have to assess yourself for anxiety disorder. And we have self-assessment tools on our website, drgrantmullen.com. And you can actually uh, compare yourself to a checklist of symptoms, which will uh, help you understand if you actually have a chemical imbalance, which basically is if you can't shut your mind off for months at a time, then you probably do have a chemical imbalance. So that's of course correctable. That's the first step. And then the second step is 
to allow Jesus to heal your heart. Now, for some people, they can do it by just following our Free Your Mind program. Other people will do the Free Your Mind program and then take what they've learned to a counselor to work through because counselors are extremely valuable in helping with strongholds. But basically the, pro the, the process is you ask Jesus, where did my fear start? What happened? What, what happened in my past where I became fearful? And then what lies did I start to believe about myself, others, God, you know, my body, my finances, what lies did I start to believe that keep coming back and reminding me to be afraid? And then you, then, you know, then it's, it's a process of who do I need to forgive and then forgiving yourself. And then what's the truth that you want me to believe? And, and then what we tell people is after they've done the process with the counselor or these uh, healing prayers is every time you feel the fearful thought comes back because it will come back. You mean we're in a spiritual war Then you, um, you use what we call our 911 prayer. And this is something we teach in free your mind. A 911 prayer is to recognize the incoming thought as a foreign thought missile come from coming from an enemy. And you say, I know what you're trying to do to me. I refuse to agree or believe what you're telling me. I send you to the foot of the cross for disposal. And Jesus, what do you want me to believe about this situation? What do you want me to know about this situation? How do you want me to think differently about this situation so I don't have to be afraid? This is such good material. Um, so we know it is a stronghold. But Dr. Grant, many people struggle and are paralyzed with fear. And we want to help people uh, get over, or not get over, but get through their fear uh, so they can become healthy. But how do we, our, how can we recognize fear in people and what can we do to help them? Well, usually they're tense. Yeah, I mean, these, it's very hard to relax when you're consumed with fear. So you look for people who are just not relaxed. Um, also, people who overreact. Because when you're wound up inside, from any cause, actually, you will overreact. And so when actually, when we're teaching people and, we're, and they're, they're saying, well, I don't know if I have emotional baggage. And our question is, do you ever overreact to anything ever? <laughs> and then the second question is, do you underreact when you should be reacting? In other words, are you apathetic when you should be caring? And those are all signs of emotional baggage and strongholds. Mm. So a person who's very fearful is usually pretty wound up. And so they will either overreact um, fearfully or they will withdraw. Fearful people withdraw because they don't want to face anything that's challenging or difficult. Um, and so... Um, and, and so they, they pull back from situations that could make them anxious. Now, of course, with the pandemic, um, other than not leaving the house, you, you can't escape. Right. And so then you would tend to overreact. So um, now there is a, such a thing as good fear. Mm -hmm. yeah. Can you just uh, unpack that a little bit? Yeah, that's a really good point. Because I mean, most people never realize that there's a good side to fear. Uh, because they would see some people think that all fear is demonic of the devil, except right. you, ha you cannot deny that God gave us the capacity to be fearful. So why would he do that if it's pure evil? Right. So if God gave us the capacity to be fearful, it must mean that there is something good about it that now the dark side has ran with and tried to destroy it, us with it. 
And in fact, every good gift that God has given us, the, the dark side has somehow distorted and used it as a weapon against us. I mean, everything. But um, I mean, he even uses the Bible, to, the, the dark side even uses the Bible to try to attack us. So, um, so God gave us the capacity for fear, for self-preservation. It's so that we would be afraid of doing things that would threaten our survival. In other words, it is godly to be afraid of driving too fast. It is godly to not drive too close to the edge of a cliff, okay? You know, it is godly not to touch a live wire or a hot stove, okay? So God gave us the ability to be fearful to protect ourselves. But then it went crazy with it, you know, because we start fearing everything. So is it godly not to want to jump out of an airplane with a parachute? <laughs> yes, that is that is godly. And and I must say that bungee jumping is ungodly. <laughs> I agree totally. We're going to take a little break now, and we'll be back in a few minutes. But right now, Gore Abraham is going to share with you what Mind for One Matters. Greetings, friends. As we address the theme of our fears, often called phobias, we learn as followers of Jesus that we can, with his help, overcome those things that are inhabiting our thoughts and affecting our lives in a negative way. Some would have us believe that all we have to do is draw from within ourselves the strength to conquer whatever fear we may have. All we have to do, we are told, is to find the resources within. Get the courage to imagine good results. Believe that we can find all the strength and power within ourselves to overcome all our fears. It all depends on me. There is a poem that I've had in my possession for many years that shows this faulty way of thinking. It's written by William Ernest Henley called Invictus, which means unconquered. He writes in part, Out of the night that covers me, black as the pit from pole to pole, I thank whatever gods may be for my unconquerable soul. In his last line, he says this, It matters not how straight the gate, how charged with punishments the scroll. I am the master of my fate. I am the captain of my soul. Well, let me tell you that this all sounds good, but is inadequate when we encounter overwhelming circumstances and fears that go way beyond anything that we can draw upon from within ourselves. If you re read his story, you find that later on he faced some things that he could not master. There was nothing he could do about the death of his young son. I've met too many people who have nothing left within themselves. They have become totally depleted and consumed by anxiety and fear. So what do we do? Well, I propose to you that we remind ourselves that we are joined to Christ Jesus by trust in Him. We draw upon His strength, His endurance, His power to overcome, because they are now ours. Then we need to challenge our self-talk with God's Word, and we need to cry out to Him for help. The Apostle Paul tells us, Do not be anxious about anything. But in everything, by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God. And the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. That's Philippians 4, verses 8 and 9. 
Now, Paul goes on to tell believers exactly what we should focus on. And he says it's not fear, it's not terrorism, it's not illness, it's not death, it's not evil, it's not pandemics, it's not finances. But he writes these things. Finally, brothers and sisters, whatever is true, whatever is honorable, whatever is just, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is commendable, if there is any excellence, if there is anything worthy of praise, think about these things. You also need to bring others that you trust into your life to be listeners and to be helpers, and even at times to be those who ask you the tough questions and become, in a sense, our correctors. They are the ones who can hear our self-talk and hear the fears that we're expressing and possibly even be able to challenge us to see things in the proper perspective as the children of God. We cannot do this in our own strength. We need the Lord's strength and we need the help in the listening ear and the corrective words of other brothers and sisters in Christ. So don't face your fears alone, even if you think you should, even if you think that you might lose face with people and even look like you are not doing well spiritually. Please make sure that you bring other resources into your life to face the fears that might be debilitating. There are also many resources available for you, and that is why Agora Network Ministries has been raised up by God as one of those resources. We are here to help and direct and allow you to have a life that is flourishing and by God's grace, enable you to overcome your fears and your anxieties. May God bless you in this journey of living a life that is flourishing in relationship to Christ Jesus. Thank you, Gord, for another good devotional to help us realize that we are secure in Jesus Christ and we do not have to fear. So we're talking to Dr. Grant Mulling. He's a mental health doctor for 25 years now, retired, but still uh, hard at it as he continues to help people deal with their mental health issues in their life and the church as well. And we're talking about uh, fear. But, uh, Doctor, you have a program. You talked about it a little tonight, but Free Your Mind is an online course, and we are affiliates of yours, and we promote this online course as well. So can you just unpack for us uh, what it is again? But you have a new promotion as well. So tell us about that. Yeah, we developed Free Your Mind as a way of taking all the contents of our ministry, which, which we normally teach on DVDs and in-person seminars, and we wanted to make all that information on personal healing and transformation more available to people who can't physically be at a seminar, and that this way it, you can actually do the, it's a self-study program you can do from home at any time, at your leisure, on any device uh, that's hooked up to the internet. And so it was a way of 
making the, the whole healing journey more accessible to more people. And of course, at a fraction of the cost of attending a live event or um, uh, it's cheaper than DVDs. So uh, that's why we went, we took everything online. So what we've done is we've taken all of our content, which is like one book and 20 DVDs, and we teach it now in weekly 15 minute videos with then short exercises of what to pray, what to ask Jesus, and then to journal it, and then record the uh, what you've done in a, on an online forum with so that all the members can share it together. And then once a month, we do an online Q&A where all the members can come and we answer, ask, it's a Q&A. And so, uh, so actually we are getting better results. This is kind of embarrassing. We are getting better results with the Free Your Mind Home Study Program than we did with the in-person live weekend seminar. As people have time to process all the information, whereas the weekend seminar was, they told me it was like drinking out of a fire hose. Yeah, yeah. So we've been really pleased with the, the, the level of healing and supernatural experiences that our members are having. So let us know what's going on next month. Yeah, next month is the one year anniversary of the online Free Your Mind program. And so we're having a special promotion. We're doing, uh, like really, it's an online seminar. And so there will be three free videos and uh, all people do is they just have to subscribe to the three videos so they get notified about them. And the theme is peace of mind, how to have peace of mind. So we're calling it the peace of mind intensive. And so, um, so to find out about it, if you uh, go to drgrantmullen.com and subscribe to our weekly email list, which means you will get our uh, short weekly inspirational video that comes out on Wednesday mornings. And then you'll be notified when the registration is open for the intensive, which will be uh, probably in mid-November. And then uh, you just sign up and for free, and uh, you, then you'll get the links to the, to the three videos as they're released. And so this is a, a way of celebrating for your mind and then making all this uh, uh, information freely available to, to anybody. Well, this concludes our time with Dr. Grant today and I'm sure again he'll be back but I just so appreciate partnership that we have together um, change your mind free your mind online course and the many resources that you have we're so appreciative of the fact that God has brought us together we have a, a similar vision and mission to bring hope and healing to individuals inside the walls of the church. Uh, I just want to thank you for developing this material, the hours and the weeks and years that, have, that you have put into this ministry is so um, great. And so thank you once again for being with us and uh, bless you as uh, you carry on your ministry. Well, you're welcome. And I, I just really appreciate partnering with you and Agora Ministries because our ministries just fit together hand in glove. And, and, you know, the heart of Jesus is to see his children not just saved, but transformed. And so he is, he is waiting for our permission to heal us. And so that's what your ministry and my ministry is all about, is connecting the children of God to the healing that's available for them. Just as we conclude, uh, Dr. Grant, just tell us how we can get a hold of you and the Free Your Mind uh, online course. DrGrantMullen.com. And then uh, from there, you can click on, uh, or actually, Alan, you can send a link to uh, Free yeah. Your Mind. 
because use the Agora Lake. I so enjoy these programs. I learned so much myself. Uh, if you want to hear this program again, please uh, visit our website, and you can listen to our podcast. Uh, the all of the podcasts from our radio show, they're there on our podcast part of the website. Next week, uh, Alan Kleindieters, our pastor care coordinator, will be interviewing another uh, individual um, about the book that he has written to churches and pastors. And I know you do not want to miss this. This is a great interview, and I know you will gain some great insight and understanding. So until next week, God bless you, and thank you again from my heart, Alan, my wife, Bonnie, and the uh, Gora family team. We say farewell and see you next week. As we conclude our program, we want to thank you for listening to today's broadcast. For more information about Agora, we invite you to journey through our website, www.agoranetworkministries.com. Also, please subscribe while there or email us at info at agoranetworkministries.com. Until next time, May you know and experience the hope and healing that comes from the greatest healer, Jesus Christ.